0: Hey everybody, and a massive welcome to the Dedicate Podcast. I'm your host, Kate Ivy. Thank you all so much for your wonderful feedback on last week's episode. It's so great to see you all benefiting from our podcast and making changes to improve your own lives. It's also so fun being back in the podcast here. Today I am chatting to Dedicate trainer Michaela Collins. Michaela lives on a farm near York, Western Australia with her hubby and two-year-old son. Today, Michaela shares her personal story, which includes the challenges of boarding school and motherhood. It's a super fun episode that I know many of you will relate to. Enjoy. Hello, how are you? Good. Bright and early for you? Yes. Well, not bright. It's still dark and cold. (laughs) But But you're a bit used to your early starts. You've been doing your RPM, like, 5am
1: classes? Oh, I do a 5.31 on Mondays. Yeah. And although I'm a morning person, I'm happy to keep it to one early morning a
0: week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thanks so much for getting up early for us. It's um, obviously the time delay, everybody, means um, I've had to ask Michaela. It's 10 a.m. New Zealand time and 6 a.m. in Western Australia. So (laughs) thank you so much, one, for being here today, but two, for being part of our team. It's been a really nice smooth start and we're really loving having you as a trainer on Dedicate. Are you enjoying it? I'm loving it.
1: Thanks so much for having me here today and uh yeah, allowing me to be a part of your team. It's so much fun. Good. It's funny, it's the first time I've worked like online, not face-to-face with people. So yeah. it's really different in that way, but you guys have it set up so well, you know, groups to chat in and yeah.
0: you're so quick
1: to reply if I have any questions. So yeah,
0: it's really fun. That's great to hear. It's been a process, you know, like I've been working online for seven years um, and then we've been, we've had more than myself. So been a team for Mm -hmm. since 2020. So it's really only three years and we've learned a lot in that time and put in some good processes. So it all works really well. And the beauty of Zoom and stuff now is you do really feel like even though you may not meet everybody face to face, you do feel like you
1: know them. Absolutely. Like what Nick just had her baby and I was like, yeah. Felt like I'd known her for years and was so <laughs> proud of her. And... Yeah.
0: It's <laughs> no, so it's nice, good. isn't it? And now uh, people say that too, when they work out with us, it's like having their that like they're just working out with their
1: friend. That's so good. And yeah. I think that shows it feels like I'm working out with people when I'm filming. So it's yes. nice to know it, it's the same for them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's really nice, though. Eh? We're going to talk just to get to know you a bit more. We're going to talk about some of the challenges that you've had in your life. And as you said, you haven't had anything that you would classify as significant. But probably when we break these things down that you're going to talk about boarding school and becoming a mother and body image, like they're all really important topics and things that many people struggle with. And it's really nice to get other people's perspectives and also see how you've got through those challenging times, what you've learned from them and you know where your life is at now so take us back you're a farm girl bush girl from the early days
1: yeah absolutely my mum's family has farmed in a little town called Wildcatchem which is about two and a half hours from Perth sorry can you repeat the name again Wildcatchem okay how do you spell that w okay here we go w-y-a-l-k-a-t-c-h-e-m Okay, thank you. A bit of a mouthful. We call it yeah. Wiley. Yeah, yeah, Um, So I suppose two and a half hours for lots of regional women that are probably listening doesn't seem that far uh, from a major city, but it's, you know, a population of about 500 even yeah. today. It's so like it's us quite- and twice, so It's two hours. It's still a mission. Like, it is. Town is a whole day trip. Quite isolated. Yeah. You know, you're travelling lots for things like sport. But, yeah, so... I grew up there we were on a farm absolutely loved it kind of typical farm kids always outside getting dirty all the animals and pets you could think of it was so much fun it was I absolutely loved it and I think that's yeah having such a fortunate upbringing like that you know I've lived in the city I've tried that and I didn't hate it but I was never going to stay in the city forever. Mm. I've always been drawn back to the country. So a lot of yeah. people
0: that grew up in the country um want that for their kids too, don't they? Yeah, it's just, absolutely. It's I really special. Yeah,
1: cannot imagine raising kids in the city. Good on those that can, because that's know what I think too. Yeah, so many benefits, but I never would have done it. <laughs> and those that are raising their kids
0: in the city, often they were raised in the city. They they're used to it, and. You know, you, you know how to work it to the best of your advantage because yeah. there are definitely some advantages, aren't there?
1: Absolutely, yeah. yeah. What we know, what we've grown up with. So yeah, yeah. yeah I get it, but no, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I I don't know. We were always really sporty family. You know, Mum and dad were really sporty, so we do summer sport, winter sports, midweek, every sport you could think of at school. You know, the kilometres that we <laughs> we did. Yeah, can wow. relate to
0: that now with my kids. <laughs>
1: The uh, furthest for our weekend sport was a town called Jinjin, Jin, and that was about two, two and a bit hours away. So, you know, by the time I was the youngest of three kids, I've got two older brothers. You know, i my junior sport would start at some ridiculous house. We'd be leaving at like six, seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and by the time Dad's finished his football in the evening you know we'd be getting home at 8 30 o'clock at night so yeah. Sundays were always a massive day and then back to school Monday so it was, oh, it was Sunday school
0: sport rather than Saturdays not school yeah. but Sunday sport rather than yeah.
1: Sport. yeah yeah lots of WA towns are thinking or leaning to switching Saturdays now but it's yeah ours was Sunday's a bit rough getting to school Monday yeah, so what morning. was
0: the logic behind that do you know is it just how it's always been done
1: yeah, I think so. And even now being part of sporting clubs, you know, lots of people and some teams wanted and other people I think are stuck in their ways and mm. and it's like, yeah, like it's always been. It's just. Interesting. Sunday, yeah, mostly
0: in New Zealand we have sports on Saturdays. There are some on Sundays, but mostly it's sports Saturdays, but reps and stuff would be Sundays. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know why. Logically, work. I think so they make sense, especially now, you know, we've got you've got paid Perth players that are traveling down and with school and things like that. So no one hangs around as much as they used to back. You know, I remember as a kid, everyone would hang around the club and they would be yeah, dinner drinks and drinks yeah. and everything like that. But yeah. And then I suppose the travelling just increased, like you say, with the rep teams. I was in a regional development for netball and my brothers did. And things like that. So, yeah, weekends were full. Yeah. But yeah, we wouldn't have changed it, wouldn't have had it any other way. We absolutely loved growing up in Wiley. So. Awesome.
0: Yeah. And then you went to boarding school. Was that in Perth?
1: Yeah. So, Wiley's got a district high school. Um, But I went to boarding school for year eight, which has changed. Year seven is high school now, which has okay. been so young. <laughs> yeah. But um, year eight. So, we went away just the it's a place called Kent there's a regional boarding school um not a regional boarding school sorry like a boarding school for all different schools that was right smack bang there on campus oh so like so, a
0: building facility and you all went to a variety of different schools different it wasn't schools. part of the school
1: yes Rotary I've College i heard of it before yeah I don't know if there's any others in Perth or anywhere really but yeah so yeah. that worked really well um, I went to Kent Street to start with like both my brothers, it's right there, it's a great um, public school and then I was fortunate enough to get into Aranmore which was a bit of a netball, had a bit of a netball program so we ventured through the city for that every morning and afternoon which was a whole, yeah, different adventure but.
0: So you stayed in the same hostel and yes. it went to a different school?
1: Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. So it was great. I made some great friends and life skills. You know, we had rostered chores and had to crush the cardboard boxes and recycling and do the dishes and things like that and uh, people from all walks of life, you know, working there and coming in from all across the state. So it was absolutely fantastic like that, but I did not particularly enjoy it. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why. I don't know if subconsciously it was the being in the city or away Mm -hmm. from family and that sort of thing. Mm. Um, Yeah, I can't really pinpoint it because, like I say, I look back and I have fond memories being there, you know, the kids and everything, but I just didn't really enjoy it. And I remember, (laughs) funny story, both of my brothers had been to the same place before and they'd been suspended for a week at some point in time for some silly act that they yeah. you know, just had to be punished for so I felt this pressure got to about year 10 or 11 I to was be feeling suspended the pressure. or not
0: be suspended
1: yes to, to be suspended know, <laughs> to be suspended to uphold this kind of oh my you know, they didn't do anything hilarious. dangerous or anything yeah like no I,
0: I, I'm, I'm thinking of all the different things that people got suspended for at school and when you think about it they weren't bad they just they did have oh. to be punished though didn't they
1: <laughs> so here I was trying to do all these you know non-harmful oh my silly goodness. things against the rules and I could not get suspended that's hilarious what sort of later, things did you try oh I don't even remember off the top of my head but oh, staying out you know hiding on the oval yeah your lower school just try and stay out later with the upper school kids and just ridiculous things like that and I found out that two years ago so 10 years later or something that mum and dad had to work you know they were in there and really stopping you from getting suspended
0: (laughs) (laughs) and they were like not again not again we're in here again for this naughty so-called
1: naughty (laughs) child and i was like before this i was not a goody two shoes but i was like super respectful i'd always offer the help and things like this so these you know the supervisor probably going like what's going on here
0: and then your parents you can put their hat on now that we're parents i'd be going what what's happened what do we need to sort (laughs) like (laughs) where have we gone wrong?
1: I know. Oh, and they probably didn't realise that I was trying to be suspended. Yeah. It was so funny. Now I look back on it. But oh,
0: that's brilliant.
1: I that and um, So you didn't,
0: su- su- you didn't successfully get suspended.
1: No. I you probably needed to bring some
0: cigarettes or alcohol into the mix. It's probably where you went wrong.
1: Something a bit more hardcore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think they kind of went from that. Wow. Okay. Maybe she really doesn't like it there. So when my, um older brother finished so he was only two years above me so he was renting in Perth and they kind of I don't know probably severely bribed him and um year 12 I was living with him so still going to the same school all that sort of thing but I had to learn some new bus routes and was out so of- sorry
0: um for some reason I zoned out then don't know why <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> your brother was flatting somewhere did you say
1: yeah he was uh, yeah, renting fun. in a suburb yeah, not nice. that far away yeah. yeah so I think they thought rather than you know helping him with rent and paying me yeah, boarding yeah, yeah. school they threw me in with him and look it was great I feel I feel terrible now that I put my parents in that but position, that's such but... a third child
0: thing like parents would never let the eldest child go flatting with no. someone but no way. you know no. <laughs> <laughs> so was fun? that was
1: a whole a whole other experience you know having the freedom in year 12 you know I had my license I was one of the earliest in my yeah. uh, year to have the license so I'd drive people around and you know oh, so cool friends over <laughs> and probably stay up later than we should have but yeah and I bet you were hanging out with your brother's mates and <laughs> yeah yeah it was great fun and again lots of life left lessons in that but yeah. um Yes, definitely push the boundaries a little bit there. That was probably my little rebellious phase there. Nothing too dramatic, but no. Yeah, so, did
0: you feel that- like you you grew up a lot quicker than um, some of your classmates?
1: Yeah, I suppose so because I did also have other responsibilities that they probably didn't living at home. But I think um, I think it was always a pretty kind of mature kid. Um. And then, yeah, being at boarding school, that obviously makes you grow up pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Well, most people grow up pretty quick, I think, yeah. you know, moving away from your parents. And and then, like I say, we had to do all these duties. And again, another funny story I talked to Mitchell now, and he went to boarding
0: Mitchell's school. Mitchell's your
1: husband? Sorry, my husband. Yes. Yeah. He boarded at an ag college. And, you know, he's, I think it's typical male, you know, he kind of, bit of the, you know, the traditional roles, you know, I cook and clean, which I don't mind at all because, you know, he works hard, but it's funny. I talk, I asked him about his boarding school experience and they had cooked breakfasts, you know, six days a week and they didn't have to do any chores or dishes and, you know, all these things. And I'm going, this explains so much, but (laughs) so different to my boarding school
0: experience. Yeah. It sounds like yours was um, almost back in time a wee bit. but but not necessarily bad in a bad way
1: but no absolutely and like I say is the amount so many life skills weren't there and yeah just learning responsibilities and you know growing up like you say some lots of the things that you have to do when you're an adult that lots of people probably hit you know 18 or whenever they move out of house and get a bit of a shock, but yeah, we knew what was coming. So it was good. It, it was good.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, I went to boarding school as well, and there'll be a lot
0: of people listen that, that went to boarding school or are thinking about sending their kids to boarding school or have kids at boarding school. What did you what do you think you didn't like about it? Hard to
1: pinpoint. I don't it was potentially a bit of the restriction, even though we were we were very lucky, you know, we could be signed out by sports coaches and um, well, you could be signed out by anyone if it was kind of pre-organized and okay. Mm. So it, it wasn't like that, but perhaps the kind of really strict routine. You know, you get home from school, you would have a bit of time to have a snack and play, and then it would be an hour and a half study. As soon as that's finished, you're down for dinner. Then you get an hour and a half, and then you're back to your room for an hour study, and you know you're yeah. not allowed to leave your room, and you've got to be quiet, and you're not allowed to talk to people across the hall. So. It might have been okay. a bit of that sort of
0: thing. It um, does sound quite strict compared to mine.
1: Yeah. 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 And, I mean, it's, I'm kind of thankful for it in a way because i mm. probably, even at uni, you know, I did the bare minimum of yeah. study. So it's probably good that I was made to do that. But I think that was possibly some of it, you know, going from the freedom of on the farm and obviously we did homework and, you know, mum and dad made us do those things because that was important. You know, then we'd run around and get dirty and that sort of thing. But I think a lot of it was being in the city as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, but saying that, you know, Wiley was so small and yes, it went to year ten, but it was limited. Yeah. So you know, I I I completely understand why I was sent boarding school. I'm so thankful and grateful that I was.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say if you had your time again, like if you could choose now what the decision would be would it be to stay or would it be to go to boarding school
1: no 100% go to boarding school so isn't that interesting yeah yeah it's funny isn't it yeah no 100% it's just that's hard because it's
0: still the right decision but it doesn't mean that it's easy
1: easy yeah yeah Yeah, 100% and that must be such a tough uh, position like I say to put my parents in because obviously I acted on it a bit yeah Um, but you know they're sending their kids away too so that must be so hard but just so many more opportunities mm-hmm. um the life skills you learn you know even just being sent somewhere else not staying in this tiny little town where you're completely comfortable
0: yeah you've got to spread your wings things. and push get be pushed out of your comfort zone and yeah yeah 100% yeah so but,
1: yeah it is it's a yeah it's, it's, it's a balancing
0: act isn't yeah. it for parents and yeah not always not always easy for parents or for kids yeah yeah. All right. Well, that's parenting, isn't it? <laughs> 100%, 100%. And you, you never actually know whether you've made right decisions often. Like my son's at boarding school, and I feel like we have made the right decision, but you never actually know because you don't get to compare to what would have come about with a different decision. So, yeah, exactly. You know.
1: And what's the school like at Twizzle? Does it go up to Twizzle? Twizzle, sorry. Uh, it, it is a high school. To- it is a high school, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Um, but again, it's um, quite isolated, so we have to travel. Um, well, it's relatively isolated, so we have to travel two hours for every netball game. It's a great community, great town, but um, it's yeah hasn't got the same op- opportunities, just like what you were talking about. So yeah, you just make a decision of what you yeah. think's right, and obviously, finances are a, a scary part of that as well.
1: Yeah, and yeah, sacrifice. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose mum and dad's decision was possibly made a bit easier because Wiley did only go up to year 10. So at some stage I would have had to have gone somewhere, Mm. whether it was a bit closer than Perth or not. Um, So yeah, I think my eldest brother, I think he went in year 10. Um, But yeah, then my my second eldest brother and I went in year 8. So yeah, I think tough call either way, but like you say, you don't know any different anyway. So you've got to stick with no. your choice and, yeah, just and make your just of
0: it. exactly do what you think's right. And yeah. Um,
1: yeah. And then so
0: after boarding school you or after high school you went to UN, you studied zoology, am I right? Yes, okay. correct.
1: With all the zoos out here in York, it was hugely <laughs> beneficial.
0: <laughs> so I guess that no. stemmed from your interest in animals though, didn't it?
1: Yeah, I at the end of school I took a gap year. I really had no idea what I wanted to do. Yeah, nothing was jumping out of me. I've always loved animals. I Sorry, where did you a... go for your gap year? I didn't go okay. anywhere. I just took a year, took a probably two months where I just didn't really do anything. Thanks yeah. again, mum and dad, I kind of lived off them and uh, <laughs> you know, we went a lot of work at our boarding school, so that was one thing. After about two months, I got bored and, yeah, got my first ever job and, you know, you're 18 and you're going out and partying and sports Mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. So I just kind of took a year to chill. Awesome. And nothing
0: beats work experience, no matter what type of work it is.
1: Yeah. I mean, I would have loved to have worked during high school and saved up and gone away somewhere, Um, but that's all right. That happens. And I still love that year, but that year did not give me any clarity. (laughs) as to what I want to do with my life so yeah I just I loved animals and I thought I got a score to get into uni so just jumped in um UWA is such a beautiful campus that I thought oh if I hate classes I can just hang around on campus and feel there um continue the partying
0: potentially (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) but um I don't know uni was another one I think because I didn't really know what I wanted to do I didn't really look into what was involved in it much, and so much of that uni was genetics, which is not the part of what uh, <laughs> the part of animal studies that I enjoyed. I really enjoyed learning about how they interact and mm-hmm. um, body systems, and yeah, how they survive that sort of thing. Which yeah, so the genetic
0: stuff—that's um, all about who they're going to mate with who. So that just reminds me of my f- husband with his ram stud and it's all about yeah. genetics and
1: <laughs> yeah and look I know I think the first unit I really enjoyed I thought was really interesting but after yeah five or six or seven genetic units I was you know yeah it's just or, getting
0: very in-depth
1: yeah and yeah. yeah that just but you know I probably have switched courses or something but I stuck with it yeah finished it um and then at the end of that you know they spit you out well at the start of it they get you in and say it's fantastic there's so many jobs out there you know you can be all these different things and at the end of it they spit you out and go congratulations you can be all these different things and I still kind of went oh you know I don't know what I want to be yeah (laughs) so what (laughs) are the different things is it like a lot of it's in labs or Uh, yeah there's lab work um you know you can work at a zoo um you can be con- like a conservation consultant mining companies. you can uh-huh. be a tour person you know there's such a big range of jobs uh-huh. um but that was just kind of overwhelming afterwards you know you do a physio degree you come out you're a physio you know yeah. what you're doing, you know how to do it but mm-hmm. you get this and you've got all this knowledge but you still would have to learn how to do a specific role and yeah a lot um, of jobs
0: are like that now, though, aren't they? And it doesn't yeah. really mat- matter too much, obviously, unless it's physio or being a doctor or whatever. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter too much what degree you've got. They just like people to have degrees and then they can teach them
1: how yeah. to do the job. Yeah. So, yeah, I started applying for some jobs for that. But by the time I finished my degree, there were that many people that had obviously thought it was a great degree and they'd done it. And there was just, like, everyone was saying there was this massive influx. Of people so you know I applied for like a 14 hour fortnight koala job or something in Queensland and they came back like look your resume is great everything's great but we had 2,000 applicants and what? someone did their master's degree got it and I was like okay and I'm what did the job involve
0: sorry with koalas
1: uh, it was just like a casual position you know creating their enclosures okay so someone could everybody. do that without a degree absolutely and someone yeah. with their masters got it and I was kind of like okay well I'm not going to go back to uni that makes that decision easier I'm not going to go yeah. back to uni to do my masters for a 14 hour week job like that yeah yeah <laughs> um but yeah it was just a bit of a realization you know lots of places wanted you to have the it's, it's you hear it all the time now they want you to have experience but no one's willing to give you mm. the experience so,
0: yeah
1: yeah Tried getting different jobs in that for a little bit and then met Mitchell and obviously he's a farmer and he's not going anywhere and all in love and then you yeah. move here and then have a kid and you're stuck here, but I, I love it. Not stuck, but here, yeah, but I here know what you here. mean.
0: The next minute, you're like, How did this happen? Like, I had the world <laughs> at my fingertips, and then all yeah. of a sudden, I'm stuck in one place, married with a child.
1: You know, every now and then, <laughs> and it the happens so fast. Melbourne's or something, I go, Oh, wouldn't that be great? And Mitchell just goes, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, so, it's I near York
0: think- where you are now. So, yeah, and so how far is that from Wiley? A bit over an hour from Wiley. Okay, so you're so pretty much in the same sort of region as where you grew up.
1: Yeah, 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 pretty well. It's, yeah, smack bang in the middle between Wiley and Perth. So yeah, it's, New York's great. It's, you know, we're still on a farm. It's bigger than Wiley. There's probably, more, I don't know, two, maybe 3,000 people, I think. Yep. But it's, it's heaven in a way. You know, I've got multiple choices of where to eat. Yeah. you know different cafe while he has one little cafe that's also the news agency and the you know shop and yeah <laughs> so yeah York's a really great town and you know you can do a day trip to Perth if we want so nice best of both worlds there but um yeah York is home now I wouldn't wouldn't be anywhere else awesome and how did you meet Mitchell we were God oh, typical you know new what is it gen x or whatever um we met on tinder oh i love it love yeah. it yeah it was funny for a while there we'd say oh you know mutual friends because we do have some mutual friends yeah <laughs> so when it first started coming out you know being a bit more popular like, oh, i don't know how you know, some older demographic and family would take it but now no
0: we're- it's become tinder. quite normal now isn't it okay yeah. so for people like me who um we partnered up before tinder we find it very intriguing and I've had turns on people's Tinder. So <laughs> tell me more, tell me how long you'd been on Tinder and how you went about um, meeting up with him. Like, did you meet in a safe space? Did you have kind of have some mutual friends who thought, oh, we'll be right, we'll um, go to somewhere? Yeah, tell us.
1: I'm so glad you asked because this is about the most, you know, you hear about people pre Tinder and online dating and stuff have these gorgeous meet you know, they met at random at the bar and it's so beautiful. And, you know, you met on Tinder doesn't sound that great. But yeah. I had been on Tinder probably oh gosh, I don't know, maybe twelve months. I don't know. But I was not really into it. And I think I'd gone off at once and then a friend had convinced me to go back on it and then had you had any point-
0: dates on it in that time? I think a
1: couple, but very just just because you, know, so you
0: didn't really think, oh, I think he's pretty awesome. You just yeah, like, give it nothing,
1: a go. Yeah, nothing too exciting. And then I was actually working. I moved back to Wildcatch and worked at the Shire there while I finished my last year of uni. And I was sitting across from my friend and I was just like, you know, it must have been on our lunch break. So I was like, no, this is just the most stupid thing. The amount of time I'm spending yeah. flicking no to these people. And, it's you know, not very weird. nice, is it? And it's based
0: on a photo.
1: Yeah. And thankfully um, you don't know how many people are flicking the- yeah. on you.
0: <laughs> but even not- doing it doesn't feel nice. Like right, it and you start being like, nah nah uh yuck. And it's yeah. like, it's not. That a could be a perfectly thing. nice person who face to face you could really like. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I, just, I just said to her, I was like, this is it. This is my last like flick through. And then I'm getting rid of it. Like I've had yeah. enough. And then Mitch popped up. And we both liked and this and this. Anyways, instantly, I saw he was from York and my friend and I knew someone in York. So my friend was like, oh, I'll ask her, like, what's he like? Yeah. So it was instant. She messaged her friend and she was like, oh, like, absolutely lovely, like, the most lovely family you'll ever meet. Like, he's great. And she was like, why? Like, that's random. Anyway, we're like, can't go. Sorry. (laughs) What's that? What was that last thing you said? we were like oh we can't tell you why we're asking sorry we just oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know trying to keep it kind of under wraps yeah um and then I was like oh okay like yeah all right I'll talk to him and then you know you talk for quite a bit and if if that friend hadn't have said he was a good bloke with a good family and that sort of thing I probably wouldn't have not been eager but like you say been a lot yeah. more reserved in catching up but we um well, you're, you're and- not
0: thinking you might get murdered you know
1: yes, yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> I was a bit more comfortable with the idea of meeting up with him so yeah. I don't even know how long it was before we caught up but we went to Perth and we went to the pub for lunch and I think the very next morning I said you know when I was dropping us off or maybe it was texting the night after that first lunch which went great except he used the knife and fork to eat fish and chips
0: Oh shit! That yeah, that's went, an instant red flag, isn't it?
1: That threw me. <laughs> that's Maybe that's brilliant. the country we, we were at a pub, I suppose. <laughs> but you know, Have was you asked Earth. him
0: about it. Like, was he like thinking he needed to be polite, or does he still, to this day, use knife and fork for he's, fish and chips? He
1: still. I mean, unless we're on a beach and there's no cutlery, he'll use <laughs> knife and fork. But yeah, <laughs> now brilliant. I think about it, it was like we were at a pub, it probably makes sense. But he's probably thinking, here she is tearing into fish and chips with oh, her hands. Yeah. <laughs> It's oh, gold. I remember thinking at the time, I was like, "What the heck are you doing? Like it's fish and chips." <laughs> it went. It went really well, <laughs>
0: despite we talking, that
1: issue. Yeah, <laughs> major, major red red flag there. You know, like yeah. deal breaker. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. um, that night we were talking, and I said I was going to go to the beach early in the morning before I headed back to wiley and he said, "Can I come?" And I went, "Oh." yep yeah no i suppose so we went to the beach the next morning so yeah then it was pretty casual for a while but you know talking constantly and catching up when we could obviously that fun 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 part distance yeah it was it was a lot of fun but yeah yeah dreamy
0: you're sort of walking around floating around the place yeah
1: Yeah, it's funny how yeah it's very different when you first meet
0: (laughs) 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 And the stupid thing is when you first meet, you're floating around, you're sort of dreaming of the future, kind of, and how amazing the future is going to be, when actually it's um, very early. (laughs) Well, yeah, but also it's that right now, that's the most amazing part.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I've never thought about that before. That's so true.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Cool. And then you moved to the farm and got married and then became a mother.
1: Yeah.
0: Any... Hit, uh, like I'm jumping you through to motherhood But was there anything before that That no, I've
1: cut nothing, you short on Nothing off? particularly excited You know we mm-hmm. were in town for a bit Then moved out to the farm And I was just so excited to be back out You know on a property yeah. Out on the farm And then yeah we'd always spoke about having kids Before we got married I don't know why that was just something I The way I wanted to do it yeah. Um, But yeah one day he popped the question Like right well we're engaged so Yeah let's do this we're ready and then yeah we've we've got little Fletcher who's not so little now he's two next week goes
0: so fast doesn't it it? slash doesn't the days the days are long
1: the days are long. the
0: years are short
1: (laughs) yes it's just wild you know everyone says that and you know that in your real life everyone says how quickly it goes and even like I remember thinking you know everyone said this especially in those first 12 weeks when they're so you know oh and you just
0: don't believe them do you it goes
1: fast you're like how can it like this is how. i did though i i felt like i was so prepared i was like i think every single nap he took was on me for that first 12 weeks i was like no i am soaking this up you know i would be sitting there three hours at a time trying to do a bit of work on my phone while he slept or you know just sitting there looking at him trying to thinking you know everyone said this soak it in soak it in and it still feels like I didn't do it enough <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: everybody's had their challenges with motherhood and you've mentioned to me before the podcast that you have found it particularly challenging having having someone reliant on you 24 7
1: yeah even just like being in the presence of someone so we're very fortunate I mean everyone thinks their kid is fantastic but yeah I mean, obviously. Oh, but yours is up. even
0: more fantastic, is it?
1: <laughs> well, I just, I know how lucky we are. He's good always sleeper. been yeah. a pretty good sleeper, a bloody great eater. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he um, never had colic or yeah. bad nappy rat. You know, it, we've been very fortunate like that. That is not beyond me how, like, we were not saying that it was easy. <laughs> mm, totally. <laughs> you know, he was still up more times it. during the night, and mm. all those things. But yeah, I'm very aware how fortunate we've been. In that respect. Um, But it was more the challenge of I'm a very independent person. I will, I'm not even the most social person. Like I need just time on my own, whether that's go for a run or just sit and watch TV or something just on my own. So then having just someone there all the time, Mm -hmm. like even when he was happy or asleep, it was just kind of being restricted to where he was Mm. and having someone there all the time. That took a big, chunk of time to adjust to, I think. And it sounds yeah. so funny to say because it's a baby. Like, yes, they no. need you a lot, but a lot of the time they're not even doing anything. <laughs> and no, but I know exactly playing. what
0: you mean because I look back to when mine were little and feeling like I always wanted to escape. Not always, yeah. but how amazing it was to get away and um yeah, wanting to escape often, even if it's just for 10 minutes. And I yeah. look back now and I think, but why was it such a big deal? Because they are just this little baby that you're hanging around. But it's just that that pull it high of you literally can't go yeah. I think
1: I, yeah and I think it's a, a, a mum thing too I you know Mitchell would get home from work and he'd say go have a shower and Fletcher would be asleep and I'd rush through the shower because I'd be like oh my gosh but if he wakes up he'll be hungry and I, you know I don't want to make him wait if he's hungry like mm-hmm. okay so I'd rush through the shower Mitchell like, what are you doing like take 20 minutes take 30 minutes yeah. I'd be like oh no just you know just in case he were- yeah, you do. You look back and go, that's so silly. Mm. But I think it's also that big instant transition, you know, even though you know it's coming, you go from being able to do whatever you want with whoever you want mm. at any time of the day when it, to suddenly you are restricted. Yeah. And, I mean, I I exclusively breastfed for 12 months Yeah. before Fletcher weaned and that wasn't, I'm not against bottle fed at all. Um, That's just, like, I, I think it was part of me wanting to soak up yeah. All that time with him and having that special bond and probably not wanting to share that with him. <laughs> yeah. But um I think yeah, it does it does restrict you and I wouldn't change it for the world. Like I say, I think most moms wouldn't, but it, it, it does just take a bit of time to mm-hmm. adjust. Yeah. From, yeah.
0: Adjust. So, what sort of like feelings did you, you know, what's was it a sensory feeling for you? Did you feel overwhelmed? Did you feel stressed? Like, what did it invoke in you?
1: I don't think it was overwhelmed or stressed or anything like that. I think it was just that kind of loss of self, like who yeah. I had been, and yeah, just not really feeling like myself being able to go do things on my own which again like I wasn't really sad or yes yeah, stressed or overwhelmed but it was just this yeah not really feeling like myself not feeling like I could go do things that I would have previously yeah. it's a funny one to explain yeah but
0: no I completely get it and I'm sure all our mothers out there listening and nodding now uh, because <laughs> it is hard to explain to people um, yeah partners or husbands included that feeling of losing your sense of self but not being able to explain it yeah um, and also having to as you did reassure people and let people no no I do enjoy motherhood I love my child it's not that yeah. but you do lose your sense of self and I yeah. and self-identity
1: yeah a while. And, and I think it is as well especially early on not knowing how to get that back because mm. you do you're so into it, you know, it's these big changes and you're involved and this little person's depending on you and you just want to do right by them and that sort of thing that it kind of seems beyond like you don't know when you're gonna get that back. And it was honestly probably until maybe six months ago that I did really start feeling like myself again and that sort it, So it's a it's a long process. And like I say, it's not like I was feeling sad that whole time. You just feel different and a bit Mm. restricted and that sort of thing so and I think
0: you hit the nail on the head there when you said not knowing how long it's going to go on for and I think when I said before about looking back and saying why was it such a big thing and I think that's it it's because you don't know how long it's going to go on for and it does feel like it's forever
1: yeah absolutely yeah you're in the trenches of it and that's all you know right now Mm. and yeah is that especially being my first child as you know is that is this what it's going to be like for 18 years? Kind of yeah. thing. So, yeah, that bit of unknown. Mm. And so, how did you get it back?
0: Or have oh, you got it back?
1: How did you get it back? That is a great question. I think I feel like I have now, like I say, probably six months ago. And I honestly could not tell you exactly what it was. I think maybe a combination of things. I was really not that I didn't trust anyone or, um, well, not that I didn't want to share him with anyone nothing like that but i think i in my head i thought i haven't had a child to you know send him to daycare 5 days a week and there's nothing against that like i get that's what works for a lot of women
0: yeah or sometimes it families. doesn't necessarily work for a lot of women but it has to <laughs> it has it's got no other way absolutely.
1: yeah um and I, yeah i am in a very fortunate position you know i have Worked and I have savings, and Mitchell's still working. Um, so I didn't have to rush back to work. Um, but yeah, in my head, I I think I just felt I mean, I really enjoyed like uh, Fletcher's so much fun. I absolutely loved spending so much time with him and doing it all myself as well. But I think part of me was, yeah, just kind of like I don't, you know, early on when they spew and cry and need feeding and.
0: Oh, that's it's boring, good. isn't it? And it's like it's the exciting thing of the day is like going for a 30 minute walk or um yeah. getting down on the floor. And I mean, this is when they're a bit bigger, even and playing with the Lego or Duplo or whatever. And <laughs> exactly. Answering and a fake phone. More, you know,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful, Which,
0: but it gets mundane. We
1: find it beautiful because, but you say that's someone else and they go, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it just got to a point where he was really good. At playing on his own and you know he was good he's always been great with other people and things like that and I was okay with asking Mitchell's mum to have him for a day so I could have just a day to my own I've taken over the farm books completely now so to have a day you know you can get a lot done with a child that plays on their own but you can get 100 times more done when you don't have a little distraction there <laughs>
0: exactly and even if they like you say are playing on their own your mind is split and it's yes. sinking and it's checking and it's yeah. constantly
1: and then, you know every firing. now and then they want to drink or they want a mm. bit of food or you know mm. so it's interrupted so getting that one day um uninterrupted where I could work or exercise mm. or do anything that I wanted I think that was a big part of it yeah um and then yeah I don't know mum always said to me that it took her about two years and she could never really answer why until she felt like maybe it's hormonal changes or I don't really know but yeah Mm. it just kind of hit this peak and then you know I was working on my business the entire time um but then this other opportunity came up doing this running the spin classes and I just thought it sounded like so much fun so I jumped into that and I think you know that's now led to me I've almost got my cert for in fitness and obviously getting the job with you guys and it's just kind of brought this extra spark and this new interest and that element of my own thing again yeah so it really all awesome. kind of just yeah clicked it clicked at once and I feel great I'm you know you've got to take your time getting back into movement and everything after birth and I had a cesarean as well so it takes a bit of time um but yeah, I can, I, I can do the exercise that I really enjoy again now. Yeah. And I've lost a bit of weight and I just, I've, you know, you feel better about yourself yeah, you you and start yeah. doing these things that you used to do. So yeah, yeah exactly. It's
0: kind of been so a it's, big rush. It's and, adjustment, isn't it? And so do you yeah. think um, losing your sense of self and the very early stages of motherhood do you think that's part and parcel of motherhood like someone couldn't go and and um not lose their sense of self
1: oh that is a great question Mm. I think I think it probably is just not a rite of passage but it is something that will happen just because no matter what you do even if you I, I imagine even if you bottle fed and went straight back to work your mind would still be thinking all the time about this baby mm. and it just changes the way you think so I think even that alone even if you didn't have them with you the whole time I think it would still create this shift
0: mm. and it's
1: just it is it's that unknown it's that big change I, I really do think it's probably just part of it and mm. I don't I don't know if there is a way that you can yeah get it back or maybe maybe there is and I don't know about it I mean there's so many studies out there now yeah maybe there is a way that you can get it back quicker or Mm. and maybe we think of it it's not about getting it back it's about re
0: like discovering the new you sorry not necessarily the new you but your self-identity now as a mother not necessarily getting it back but yeah absolutely
1: and I think yeah accepting that it is it 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 is going to change again when they are that bit more independent and mm. it will change again when they go to school it change again when they're teenagers and, you know sleeping over so it's all these changes mm. yeah it's it's but Just yeah i think it's begi- the
0: beginning out. of motherhood like motherhood is a huge journey so yeah. like it's long and it's um amazing but you're starting on it like of course yeah. The start of motherhood is going to be full
1: on, isn't it? And like, it's so easy to say, I oh, can't just underestimate it. But mm. it, when you're going through it, it seems so individual. And yeah, you're just in your own little world and trying to get through each day. And you yeah. know, you're so tired and doing all these things and mm. you know, pulling nappies and you're still cooking and all these sorts of things. You're so in the trenches of it. Mm. Yeah. Um, can you tell me, is it the same for your second? Because you've got it. Do you have
0: three? I have three, yeah. Three? Um, is it the
1: same for your second and third? Yeah, I found um, that
0: harder because I felt like when you had one, okay, there's two ways of looking at it. harder because when you had one, you could still do a lot of things. When you have two, it's too hard, to, you know, like when you've got one, you can just take the one with you and you go around yeah. your friend's house and you've got the one cute one hanging around. When you've got <laughs> t- two or three, it's you're quite a presence. But then I was saying this to Em, who's just gone on maternity leave, a Pilates instructor. One great thing about having more than one is you kind of accept your role a bit more. Yeah. And <laughs> you, you sort of. Defeat. <laughs> yes, that's it. <laughs> so you're um. not trying to do too many things at once because you've kind yeah. of accepted that you're in the trenches yeah yeah oh, that's <laughs> comforting that was comforting. my experience anyway yours might not be
1: <laughs> someone I had an interview or for um newspaper article the other day and I was chatting to her beforehand and she was like my only advice is just be aware once you go to three you're outnumbered <laughs> <Yeah. It's laughs> like, so true yeah
0: one positive thing, though, when when I had one and I took my one to the supermarket, I'd be like, oh, this is so painful, taking a child to the supermarket.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And then when you have two, you've always got two with you at the supermarket. Then when you've got three, you have three with you at the supermarket. But if one day you only have two at the supermarket, because mine has gone to kindy or husband's got <laughs> one, you're like, oh, my goodness, I've only got two kids at the supermarket. This is like freedom. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So your perspective oh, have really to, changes. I'll have to keep trying that then. I've actually <laughs> gone. We're lucky enough. Northern's only about half an hour away, which is a kind of major regional centre and they deliver. So that's one of my oh, time-saving amazing. things now. I order it and get it. Delivered because like you say. Yeah, that is great. Is, yeah. It's not that hard. Oh, and all
0: the poo explosions seem to happen.
1: In the middle of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: What do you do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so tell us about your business.
1: So I own and run a business called Lana Velo, which is an Australian merino activewear uh, collection. It's a little old me, but I love it. I'm tonking away. Excuse me. Lots of people think wool is for winter. You know, mm. thick, big jumpers, much like this one I've got on right now, actually. <laughs> um, but you know, I dived into quite a bit of research. And it's actually the ideal fibre for active wear. So uh, that was my kind of way of having my own thing yeah. when I moved to the farm, um, but still being connected to the farm and that kind of regional connection. And it was also my link. I've always been really passionate about wanting to help regional women and communities and that sort of thing. So it all—it was just my kind of way of tying that all together. So I launched that in 2020, the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. Which I look back now, I just go why? why? But I'm a bit impatient like that. Like I was like, I've been working on this and researching for two years. And
0: yeah. If you I've didn't not- do it then, you probably you know you'd never do it. You were ready to go. Plus, <laughs> yeah. people were actually buying. Like your production would have been harder, but people were buying during lockdowns. And, yeah. You know, they didn't have much else to do, and um, they
1: yeah.
0: couldn't think ahead to potentially harder times in the future. So there was a yeah. lot of spending going on.
1: Yeah. So the first year was. Amazing, really. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not a millionaire. I'm not telling that. But I never. Not. I never wanted to do that. But um, I was very happy and comfortable. It, you know, doing my thing at my own pace. Um, you know, I did the whole lot. The books, the designing, and obviously zoology doesn't help me much with that. So (laughs) I just kind of stuck with what I like. I figured, you know, if I'm buying this sort of active wear these styles and that sort of thing then there's obviously other people buying it mm-hmm. and yeah we've just been talking along ever since i love you know we're online and i do the social media and that sort of thing but i really love getting to the markets and i think people really value that too they get to feel it and try it on which nice. um, you know they are investment pieces it unfortunately costs a little bit of money to buy wool and mm. then get it produced into these garments so They are investment pieces, so I think people being able to touch and feel and try them on. I don't think I've ever had anyone try a piece on and not buy it.
0: (laughs) Wow, that's amazing, isn't it? it? That says it all.
1: Yeah, I think they just, even if they're a bit doubtful, they try it and it's so comfortable on. And I think they realise pretty quick that, you know, it's not, you know, lots of the markets I go to in summer over here, so they put it on and go, oh, it's actually, it's not hot, you know, it's Mm. breathable. Yeah, so it's it's good fun. It's gone on the back burner a little bit while I'm doing my cert four. Yeah. Um, because I want to get that done. And that's kind of been the priority at the moment. But I think it's gonna go hand in hand. And yeah, I just love I've always wanted to do I've always wanted to have my own business. I never knew what, but that yeah. has forever, even since I was a kid, I kind of loved that idea. Cool. And I'm I've got that little bit of creative and that little bit of Oh, the words escape me but you know I, I quite like doing the book work yeah and the kind of back work you like um, the whole
0: process in the
1: marketing yeah.
0: you're really good at um, creating videos and stuff and being engaging to the camera and all those things that are that, required for marketing
1: yeah I find that really fun and I'm not a big social media user but I'm trying yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get better because that is obviously this day and age such a big thing mm. um, so that's probably been the hardest bit to be honest To be you know, putting stuff out there that people are interested in and being consistent and yeah, all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I really, I really love it. I really I really do love it. And yeah, like I say, it pairs so well with my Cert for and fitness stuff that yeah. I'm really excited to see where it goes together. Yeah.
0: Awesome. And is it something that you're picturing that you want to want it to be massive or
1: are you keeping it to markets? <clears throat> What's your vision? I would love for it to go massive. Obviously, I would, I would love for as many people to be, um, you know, realizing the benefits of Australian Merino wool. I don't think I myself can get it there. I would yeah. love to create a little team to get it there, and then obviously, you know, people that know are more professional in their individual areas. I think it could get there. I absolutely think it could. I just need to figure out how to get it to that point. Yeah. Um, at the moment, you know, with just myself, the design, the sampling, production, that sort of thing takes quite a while so the turnover isn't super quick. And then yeah. obviously um, the investment is purely off, um, you know, what we're getting from selling garments and that sort of thing. So I'm not like a massive brand. I can't get a 1,000 of each. Yeah, style and that sort of thing, which brings your
0: costs way up.
1: Yeah, it does. Yeah, so all these things you don't think about at the start, or maybe if you haven't owned a business, you don't think about at all. Mm. Um, yeah, there's a lot involved, but yeah, I'd love for it to grow. I just need to, uh, yeah, work on that plan. And you know, it's ever, ever changing. Yeah, but we'll get there one day, I'm sure. But I also love just doing it you know I love being involved in every process and yeah going to the markets and meeting the customers and that sort of thing as well so yeah
0: I get the vibe you're not in a big hurry to put your heart and soul into you know every waking moment to make it massive you're happy with where it's at you're enjoying doing your fitness yeah
1: from there absolutely and again yeah you know with the motherhood thing it you know that came along and suddenly you know you love it but it's not your number one priority yeah <laughs> so every now and then it does have to take a back seat, but I think people are really understanding with yeah. things like that you know it's life isn't it so yeah yeah it's a journey but I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying, enjoying awesome. it and
0: picking up so many skills like along the way you have to do Absolutely. so much for yourself don't you when you have a business that's just you and yeah. you sort of have to learn a th- lot of things that weren't as maybe weren't necessarily a um, strength of yours and they become yeah. a strength because you do it so often
1: absolutely yeah. and I think you know like I say taking over the farm books now if I hadn't have been doing line bookkeeping for the last three or four years that would have I mean it's still been a big shock and so much involved but yeah I think it would have been just you know Wrapping my head around it, if I hadn't been doing the books and things like that for Lana Bello, just would have been insane. So, yeah, absolutely. i have learned so much doing it. So, yeah,
0: yeah, awesome. You've got your Cert 3 in fitness, and you're working on Dedicate, you're doing RPM classes, you're also doing some circuit classes.
1: Am I right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. So through the gym with your Cert 3, you can um, run some kind of basic classes. So probably a couple of months now, I've been doing kind of like an over 60 strength circuit in the mornings on my Wednesdays, my day where Fletcher is with his nanny suit. And in the evenings, I do like a high intensity kind of strength circuit. So that's oh. been a lot of fun. It's awesome. It's awesome. And I think I know when I was in the city, I really loved group fitness. And I think that's kind of what drew me to you guys as well is that even though you're not there, you do you feel like you're part of the group and find that atmosphere really motivating. like in the moment, you know you push yourself more, you're having fun, there's music, there's people laughing or struggling just as much as you are. yeah, like yeah that. so there was nothing like that in York, yeah, so it was a big draw to me to be able to do that and offer that's that really and cool. it seems people are like me and really love that, you awesome. know working out with people in that group environment yeah. so yeah it's a lot right. of fun And
0: are you're enjoying working closely with Caro just to fill everyone in so all our instructors are qualified and always have been Michaela came to us with level three and we could see so much potential in her so passionate about rural and regional health so we thought let's do it and so Michaela's working closely with Caro when they are to design the workouts and to Michaela, you film two weeks or a week ahead of time so Caro can give feedback if there's changes needed. She's been giving lots of pointers on how to lead and tips for giving people advice around form and all that kind of stuff. Are you enjoying yeah. it?
1: Caro is an absolute weapon. I am um, yeah. <laughs> doing her workouts. Wow, she's incredible. But yeah. yeah, I have gained so much knowledge from her. Just like you say, her little tips, with the order of exercises yeah. and things like that in order to make it harder or, you know, to give a bit of a break and yeah. things like that. She's incredible. And, yeah, I've learned so much from her already. It hasn't even been that long. But, you know, she's great. She's She responds so quickly. So, you know, it's front of mind. And Yeah. Yeah, she's incredible. It's very well set up how you guys have done it. You know, I send her through some videos to make sure, you know, I'm giving the right cues and my forms right. And it's just it's been such an experience, like I say, the whole not face-to-face thing and learning, you know, coaching a group in person is one thing because they see you there and you're kind of watching them so you can give technique pointers on. Yeah, because you see
0: them doing it wrong so you can. Yeah, if they need
1: corrections. But in the video, you know, I've got to, you've got to be really present and be thinking, okay, I'm doing this movement. What are the main points? Yeah. keep repeating them because you never know when someone might be getting tired and you know dropping off or doing yeah. something wrong and that sort of thing so yeah it's it's been really interesting and I've absolutely loved it and I think it yeah obviously to bring out the quality video that you guys want for your members but also I think it's benefiting me as a fitness instructor and um soon to be PT as well like just being very aware of those things so yeah, yeah it's awesome. been amazing I've loved it
0: Great. And you've been working hard on your suit four. when do you finish that?
1: Well, I'm hoping in the next few days.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. So by the time years. this
0: goes to air, because it'll be to air in 10 days, you will have your
1: suit four. Fingers crossed. I've I'm got sure about you three workout assessments to film with some people. Yeah. And then it's done. So I'm that very excited. I've, well yeah. done.
0: You've worked really hard on you know, over a short period of time
1: yeah I was, yeah I was lucky enough to find someone that offered it online and I just have to video everything so yeah that was great it worked in with Fletcher and farming and all the other commitments so I was yeah. very fortunate there and yeah I've worked hard but it's been so fun and like you say when you awesome. find something that you really enjoy it's, it's not worth it think Ex- it's very, yeah very exactly pleasure. and I
0: can feel the the passion coming out of you right now that's cool. oh
1: I'm glad yeah, yeah I am I'm really loving it and yeah really yeah Great. found that kind of spark for this so I'm very excited to be yes. finished there. I mean it's not going to change anything in terms of what I'm doing
0: <laughs> no I'm but really it just it in. is an important step in the process isn't it
1: absolutely yeah yeah and I just wanted to um yeah get more knowledge around the area so when I am instructing and things like that I've got that mm-hmm yeah that
0: one. it gives you confidence too knowing yeah. that you've got that yeah
1: yeah absolutely so
0: yeah very well well done Michaela it's super awesome I've just got 10 questions to finish off oh quick fire kind of quick fire questions All oh gosh really random assortment of things no I'm you'll be sorry. fine let's see how we go <laughs> okay favorite dedicate workout
1: oh see that's so hard <laughs> that's already she's I'm indecisive confused. <laughs> go ignite yeah because i am loving using weights and those heavier weights at the moment yeah but i can't go past a uh resistance band workout i love oh, cool. those two. i'm
0: glad you're loving those have you led yeah. any resistance band no you won't have that'll be some you will instructed yeah any, no, but i do love those we'll get you in the rotation soon <laughs> <laughs> favorite it's funny sorry just back to resisted it's kind of the resisted workouts are almost like a community within a community so there's certain people on dedicate who love the resisted and it's a smaller group than what who do the power sessions or the um, ignites or sculpt but they're really passionate people that love resisted really love it yeah I don't do it often unless I'm leading but every time I
1: lead it I think
0: Oh, it's so good. It's just sort of the best of both worlds, isn't it? It's
1: it's like, yeah, it is. It's the kind of low impact, but it's such a burn. Like you feel yeah. the results. I know. Yeah. I think most people think, oh, that's not going to be such a good workout. Like I need something more intense, but. Well, the bands make it harder. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's so targeted, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I know,
0: I it. <laughs> it's it's kind of like you're getting the benefits of Pilates and HIT in one. Yeah. Especially the jumping ones and weights kind of with the resistance. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. best of
1: both worlds. <laughs> <laughs> Favourite type of exercise? Well, I think, like I say, I'm really enjoying kind of the heavier weights now. It's something I'm trying to incorporate more, you know, between my spin and filming for you guys yeah. and just time restraints. But I'm trying to incorporate kind of one heavy weight session a week. Awesome.
0: Yeah. It makes such a difference. I, I love lifting my heavy weights and sculpt. It makes it really... And how you feel and your fitness. Like, if you're pushing those weights, just increasing them, making them heavier, it really yeah, does.
1: You do, and you, track feel, and... you feel strong. Mm. Like, RPM is great. You know, it's got the resistance, the aerobic thing. And filming with you guys, obviously, I've got the weights and the hit and that sort of thing. But there's something about a bit slower. And I always find, sorry, going off track a little bit here. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> you know, depending on how you feel, maybe within your cycle or if you've had a bad day at work, I always find if I'm in that low energy thing, I feel so good after a heavy weight session. You know, yeah. you don't feel like jumping around high energy, mm. but I, I feel so good doing mm. weights. You know, it's slow, but you feel so strong. You're getting yeah. those endorphins. Something. Yeah, that's yeah. my go-to. I agree. Favourite place you've lived? Oh, I feel bad not
0: saying York. Can I just <laughs> say Wildcatchers? You sure can. There's, there's no place like home. There isn't, is there? Let's just say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, cocktail or champagne?
1: Oh, cocktail. I wish I was champagne, but oh, I just cannot do champagne. <laughs> <laughs> what type? What's your favorite cocktail? Uh, I go a mojito.
0: No, yum. Yeah, delicious. I don't know you what can't that beat mints. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's those funny things. My friend sent one to me recently because we were super into our cosmos. And said, like, if you're into Cosmos, you're crazy or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Something embarrassing that's happened recently. That's quite a hard one, but I don't know. Gotta think.
1: Oh, I can't even think of it. I'm not one that's easily embarrassed. I honestly couldn't think of anything. Like I say, I'm not a huge social person, so it might be (laughs) that I'll put a cross next to that one not to
0: ask that one again to people because it might be too hard but then you never know when someone's going to say oh my goodness yesterday this happened and
1: you have a juicy story exactly. You doesn't even know or maybe just give them a week or a day or two to think about yeah. it Surely there was something oh yeah no nothing off the top of my head
0: <laughs> you can tell us on Instagram and tag me in if something does come up <laughs> I'll think today be yeah. something. <laughs> And um, podcast recommendation or a podcast you're listening to at the moment that you love if you do podcasts?
1: I have two regular go-tos. There's Life Uncut, um, which is a couple of Bachelor Girls, the Bachelor TV show. A couple of girls from that Oh, who are that. on Bachelor. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, yeah. Um, so that's a fun one. They go into some great chats with people. And another one, um, it's called Bat Chat, which mm-hmm. is a guy that plays AFL um over here. For the west coast eagles he's got it and he again sometimes they just have great banter and chat and a lot of the time they interview different sports people from different codes and everything and they're really interesting chats oh you know, how yeah it sounds good got into it and yeah their challenges through their athletic journeys yeah that's cool. all really yeah that sounds really awesome
0: favorite um clothing sort of outfit at the moment
1: oh well i'm kind of stuck in active wear or Jeans at the moment. <laughs> Is, <laughs> Is it your favorite you... though? My, what was that? Sorry. Is it your favorite? I think so. Pure yeah. comfort. Yeah. <laughs> I um. Yes, yeah, I'm not a big fashion person, so I stick to my active wear. Unless I've got an occasion, I'm pretty pretty casual.
0: <laughs> I'm much the same too, and that um. I find the middle ground really hard. So I want to wear tights everywhere unless I'm going out. Then I've got my out clothes.
1: But what yeah. do I wear in between? I that really, really struggle.
0: Pattern.
1: Yeah. We were at Melbourne on the weekend and I packed all these things. And, you know, I have some nice clothes, but I got yeah. there and, you know, at the box, you're not allowed to singlet. So I had like this nice singlet. At the what? you know not allowed to singlet? Uh, we went into like one of the AFL boxes. Oh, fine. Yeah. So AFL is
0: obviously to- something you guys oh. love and, Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. You'll love our footy. <laughs> but yeah, they said no singlets, and I was like, well, it's not like it's like a surfy singlet, so I'm sure it's fine. But then we're like, oh, you don't want to get there and then yeah. say, oh, sorry, you can't. So I'm off in Melbourne buying an outfit. For the-
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good place to be to buy an outfit, though.
1: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> what did you end up getting? What did I get? Oh, it was like a a white. <laughs> here's my description you know you sometimes you see these trendy things where people wear like a uh, like a suit shirt like a white shirt and then have a jumper over the top gun thing with the shirt at the bottom yes yes and yes the, yes hundred yeah it was like that but all nice. in one and I, you know, we oh, literally had connected. yeah we literally had like 20 minutes before we had to leave so it's the yeah. first shop the first thing in my size grabbed it <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> nailed it <laughs> Okay, back to an exercise question. I'm pretty random with these. Um, Jumping (laughs) lunge or burpees?
1: Oh, burpees, 100%. I love burpees. There are always burpees in my workout. People will probably know. (laughs) Um, I should probably do more jump lunges so that they're easier, but they hurt. I don't know. Jumping
0: lunges are pretty horrible, aren't they? They
1: are. They're really Um, horrible. Burpees every day of the week.
0: I think burpees is one of those exercises that a lot of people fear. And then when they start doing them, they're, like they're actually not as bad as you yeah. think.
1: And there's so many different variations. You, know, you can <laughs> keep it interesting and jump or go to the floor or add a push up. Or uh, There's so many different variations. You can yeah. Weights, so
0: you could do a bicycle and then you go into a burpee.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's quite fun.
0: Yeah. I can see the passion again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's right, like you say not a sucker for punishment but it's such a great like you say full body workout if you add some weights and press and everything like yeah that.
0: So. another big question we've got two more how have you pushed yourself out of
1: your comfort zone recently oh I think definitely starting the group classes like I say I've always loved it but being front and center I would never put my hand up to be front and center and you yeah. are and even um, in the training you know you know everyone's in the same boat as you but to get in front of these people doing something that you're not super confident with first, you know, at the start um, and doing that. So I think definitely that and then presenting and, you know, when new people come in and making sure you're doing it right. Yeah, being front and centre with my group classes, 100%, not my comfort zone, but. Learning to love it.
0: (laughs) Good on you. And there's something amazing about pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, isn't there? Like it's horrible and uh, then it's amazing when you've done it. You just feel so so good. I think it's
1: one of my favorite sayings, was it something like, um, nothing great ever comes from the comfort zone. Yeah. You know, no progress there. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. So important. And then this one won't quite won't be quite as challenging. Um, what are you up to this weekend?
1: This weekend. Yeah. Oh, this weekend we've got a buy in Netball. Nice. So I have my RPM class Saturday morning, which yeah. I think I'm gonna have to make it one of the shorter classes because I have a hens party Saturday. Ooh,
0: fun. Which will be
1: fun, except I might be the designated bus driver. Oh. <laughs> so we own a few bus a few school bus runs. Um you own a what, sorry? A few school bus runs. Oh I do you? Wow. Yeah, so people often come and say you know can we hire the bus out and I think the person who was going to drive for this event can't anymore so I think I might be in there which I'll have to lay off the cocktails yeah, but I'm sure will, it'll still will. be fun maybe later on you can yeah
0: <laughs> no, that will still be fun and um, um sorry question here we're, we're going through some challenges here with school buses one of the things is I'm not having seat belts, and they're on the state highway. Oh, you know, going 100 k's. Do you have to have seat belts in school buses are over there or not?
1: That's funny. I should know this.
0: Are there seat belts <laughs> in your ones?
1: No, I don't think there are. Sorry, I say we, as in the farm. But Mitchell's mother-in-law, or my mother-in-law, actually does most of the bus up now. Yeah, I don't think there is.
0: Yeah, interesting.
1: I think new buses there are. Like I know we're just getting a little 12C the one. And I'm pretty certain in that one there is yeah. in every seat. That's a really good question, though. I should know that. No, no, it's okay. I keep flashing back to when I was a kid though. and there's no belts there. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> but I think there might be now. But it's definitely, if it's not, it's in the, like, process of changing. Yeah. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. But um, well, Sunday I think we might just be having a little morning tea or something for Fletcher's birthday because his is, midweek next week and then i've actually got body pump training the weekend Ooh, after which is all day both days awesome so we might just be getting just my mum and dad coming over and mitchell's mum and dad for a morning tea or something like yeah, nice. that on sunday
0: so
1: pretty chill weekend this weekend well
0: it sounds pretty good have a good one um and thank yeah thank you so much for your time thank you for getting up early for us Croaky voice and all. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, it's actually fine. I'm just. I did have a couple of group
1: it. classes yesterday, so I was yelling over the music <laughs> and trying to motivate.
0: No, your voice <laughs> sounds great. I was just being silly.
1: Thank you so much for having me
0: on. <laughs> Thank you, and thanks for your hard work with Dedicate. And yeah, we look forward to. I haven't done a, one of yours for a few weeks, so I might put that on the list for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> no
1: awesome! It's been so much fun. Thanks,
0: Kate. Thank you so much, Michaela. Have a great day. it was so great to get to know you more Michaela thank you so much for sharing your story to our listeners thank you all so much for supporting our podcast if you are new here you have so many great episodes to catch up on Thanks again for listening. To work out online with Michaela, myself and our team of down-to-earth trainers across Australia and New Zealand, head to kateivyfitness.com to get your seven-day free trial. Short, effective workouts, anytime, anywhere. Catch you all next week.